Yeah, welcome back again to the Sight Improve Release podcast. Um, we got Kate here in the studio. Hi, Kate. And we got great feedback from the last podcast, so thanks for that. Um, this time we're going to be talking about key metrics and some improvements within policies. And you can follow the information on the release notes uh, on Sissy. So here we go. So, Kate, can you tell me a little bit about the new feature? Uh, first one on my list here is my policies. What is that and how is it a benefit to the customers? Yes, well, thank you for having me here again, Sean. Um, so my policies, yeah, basically this, uh, it also relates back to what I was talking about uh, for release 66. So it's it's implementing things within policy uh, to enable us uh, or the, the users to, to filter accordingly what is it that they're interested in. And my policies is just a, a new filter that they can do so they can just see the policies that they've created themselves or the policies that they've added directly from the policy library. Cool. And another one is uh, you can get more information on the lists of uh, files that are failing a policy or violating a policy. What was that about? Yeah, this is uh, this is in relation relation to the actual size of an image or a document. For example, it's uh, it's quite a pot, uh, popular policy to to have running that you're interested to see any images that are over a certain size. For example, mm-hmm. and what we've done is we've just implemented an additional column in the results that you get back. So you'll get back all of the images that are over a certain size. For example, and now you'll actually be able to see the uh, the actual size of the image within the results as well. Um, One of the main reasons for for doing this for the user is that invariably they want to target the one that's violating the policy the most. What's the biggest uh, or the largest image uh, that I've got and tackle that one uh, to start with. Yeah, so from a customer point of view, a large image could take a long time to load on a page and it makes the the website load slowly and it looks bad if you're bringing it up in a browser. So they want to find those large images and uh, eliminate them from the site. And this is an easier way to do that. Exactly. The implementation is, is it's all about priority again at the end of the day. If they've, if they've set this policy up and it's something they're interested in, but they might have limited time to address it, it's all about prioritizing the one to tackle first. Sounds great. And there's two new policies as well within the policy library. There is, yep. So there's two more additions in the policy library, and these are based, again, on the ongoing work that Nikolai is doing to add policies to the policy library that relate to a larger audience and, and are good ones for people to get started with. Uh, and they both relate to, uh, to a new tab opening when you click on something on the website. So one of them is external links that you have on your website, and the other one is documents. And they've been implemented there generally because it is best practice that these uh, items open in a new tab to uh, to uh, to help the flow for your users when they're looking at things on your website. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just two uh, two policies that people can get set up. Uh, and like I say, that's what it's all about in the policy libraries to get people going. Yeah. So if I have a website and I have an external link, I want to, that to open in a new window so that I can keep people on my website within the original window. And this policy helps me to find those uh, external links that are opening in the same window. Exactly. So, and there was another improvement that uh, sneaked through in release 66 that actually wasn't in the announcements, but there are so many things that you guys in development are up to that it's hard to uh, get the details into the release notes. Uh, so what was that about regarding uh, viewing things within HTML? Yep. 
thanks for bringing that up, Sean. Uh, that's uh, it was an, an edition that came out in, in release sixty six, and it's brilliant that we've uh, that we've heard, especially from the the CX team, that they actually noticed it as well. Um, and yes, it wasn't mentioned in uh, in the release notes, but it's a nice little edition that actually came through um, the internal ideas forum. Uh, and it was supported by the uh, the QA product champions. Big shout out to Marilyn and Elisa from the podcast. <laughs> yeah. um, but basically, in a nutshell, what it relates down to is that we can't always highlight a broken link directly on the page within the page report, but we can highlight it in, in the HTML. Yeah. Um, and all we've done is that when we can see that we can't highlight a broken link on the actual page view, is that we give them a little prompt uh, to go into the HTML and, uh, and find it within there. So it doesn't look like an error on our behalf, uh, and the customer can uh, can go directly into the HTML and find uh, where the broken link yeah, is. I noticed that as well. Very good. So keep up the good work and development. Thank and you very thanks much. for joining us again today. Ivan, what is key metrics and why why should I care? Why should my customers care? Or how can I help? How can I use key metrics to help sell this site improved tool we have? Sure. Well, the, the first thing I, I would say is that it's it's an important tool to actually measure the numbers on a customer's website that matter to the customer. Mm. I think most of us have experienced the experience of going into the analytics tool and just seeing the plethora of numbers in there and having no idea where to start, having no idea what's the important number here. And that's what we're trying to solve with key metrics. We're helping the, the companies define the important numbers and help them track them, help them set targets for them. Uh, by by using key metrics and KPIs. Mm -hmm. So so if I have a website, let's say I'm a council website in the UK, for example, and uh, I've got analytics, and now yeah, I've got all my numbers. How many people come to this page, that page? What's what's key metrics? How is that going to benefit me as a website owner? Uh, so you would uh, probably set up some metrics uh, for. Um an example could be how many people fill out your self-service forms, uh, how many people apply for some specific things. Yeah, like um, a planning application form. A lot of people might come to the site and download exactly. that. Or even, even simple stuff like signing up for a newsletter. Yeah. Yeah, because that's going to save the, the council money if people are doing that online instead of like coming into the office and asking for a form or being exactly. one posted, posted out to them. Uh, well, what about more commercial or, or private uh, corporation how would it be a benefit to them well I mean there's there's a, again it's it's almost an endless option number of options here but if we if we look at uh, like a legal company for example working with with lawyers and stuff I mean they would be interested in how many people look at the different lawyers profiles how many people download offers for retainers how many people look at case stories how many people download our court documents uh, how many people uh, interact with our uh, maybe our application forms for for becoming a lawyer at a company, so there's there's an endless number of, of things, and I, the, we're writing quite a few blogs on this. Yeah. And there's a there's a blog that we're we're putting out together with this release that will give examples of. Okay, so there'll be uh, a link to the blog, I guess, within the release notes, or we'll make sure to get there'll, that. There'll be a link to the blog in the tool. In the tool itself, yeah, yeah. even better. Yeah. So the big. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I mean, the documentation of, of, of this feature is going to be documentation customer wise is going to be very substantial and, and easy to to approach. So I would really recommend that all our salespeople and CX people just go through the customer facing documentation because that's pretty thorough. Yeah, we have. I just want to point out that uh, there will be uh, actually a 
menu item called uh, key metrics training where we will uh, have a few uh, videos uh, yeah. introducing you to to the tool and the concept and and a few screencasts about uh, just setting up a metric how that works yeah because um, key metrics to me it's a bit like a frightening big word it sounds a little bit like the matrix and that was quite confusing as far as i know uh, but what what you have if people have a website uh, why do you have a website you want people to do something on yeah. your website exactly and this is a way to track to make sure they're doing what you want them to do on the website so so to unfrighten it a bit basically it's the same numbers you look at but typically you just look at how many visits you have on your whole website mm -hmm. instead of how many visits do you have to the order confirmation page or how many clicks do you have on the sign up buttons uh, so the more specific things that that are interesting to to yeah. look at and you can you can monetize this too so you can get a figure within money for example you give a good yeah good example within the in the sprint ivan about the fishing license yeah yeah so we we to explain this we've used the example of if you're a wildlife department and you have to to manage your wildlife and you want to sell hunting licenses fishing licenses camping licenses fishing with dynamite licenses whatever um, then you can you can monetize these by saying well a fishing license brings in ten dollars a, a hunting license brings in twenty dollars and a camping license is maybe five dollars you can actually put money on these uh, mm. so you can look at the accumulated income from a, a particular set of of key metrics that you're looking at. And however, uh, and more importantly, it doesn't have to be dollars or euros or whatever. You can actually, if you're a council, again, you can actually change it to be hours. So it could be hours saved. Yeah. So you know that whenever you, you, uh, you have somebody filling out a self-service form, that's two hours saved. So you put in two in the field. So it doesn't have to be a monetary value. It's, it's any sort of value that you you consider valuable to you yeah. so it could be hours it could i mean i even heard had a dutch council say could it be happiness points yes it could <laughs> so it's a way for a website owner to sort of justify the existence of their website with with figures Absolutely. So, so they prove to their bosses you know it's worthwhile having a website you should invest in the website yeah. invest in the people running the website because it's saving you time and it's saving you money absolutely it's it's, it's a very clear and strong path to uh, improving your ROI of your website. Yeah, that's great. Well, Which thanks. like the holy grail. Yeah. Cool. Thanks very much, guys, for coming in today. And no uh, we'll get you back some other time, I'm sure, to find out about your latest uh, release and latest developments up in the analytics team. Sure. Uh, see you later. Okay, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, as you know, the idea with these podcasts is to get the word out to the organization about improvements and new features with each release. Uh, so we'll have an interview every two weeks and we'll keep them short as we know you're busy. You can check out the release notes on Sissy for more details of each release. And please, please spread the word. Uh, why not share this around with your colleagues today within your team and let them know this information is available. And if you have any questions or comments, you can contact me, Sean Needham at sne at sideimprove.com. Thanks. Bye-bye.